Welcome to the Aversion Podcast. I'm your host, Zainab Yate, and I'm the author of When Breastfeeding Sucks, What You Need to Know About Nursing Aversion and Agitation. So I normally intend to do a podcast every week and it's just so happened that I've been really, really terrible at being consistent with them because I'm actually really, really terrible at being consistent with anything. So for that, I apologise. I have just posted a podcast on what can help with aversion part two and thought that I should just go a little bit more in depth into my work and try to share what I can before I fall off um, my energy bar and it's another month or two or three before I do another podcast. So here I'm going to go into some symptoms of aversion. So if you're listening and you're not sure if you're postnatally depressed or if you experience dysphoric milk ejection reflex, or if you're just having a bad day, and whether what you're feeling or experiencing is aversion, then hopefully this episode will help you to understand. And I have done a fair bit of research into aversion over the last few years, and hopefully there will be much more research into the phenomena as time goes on but for now in my book I do list a few of the self-reported symptoms of mothers who experience aversion and how often they're repeated is quite alarming so you can have the following dreading a feed or anxiety about having to feed anger or rage when a nursling is latched agitation or irritability when a nursling is latched, skin itching, skin crawling sensations when a nursling is latched, um, self-harming when breastfeeding, particularly in order to continue a feed. So this could be like biting down on your hand or digging into your thighs with your nails uh, just to be able to keep your nursling latched. The overwhelming urge to delatch a nursling, and this can be quite sudden, and I link it to the cortisol and adrenaline rush that some women get when they have the flight or fright response when breastfeeding. And there's feelings of being violated or used, feeling like you've not consented to be touched when a nursling is latched, feelings of guilt about the negative emotions when breastfeeding, feelings of shame about the negative emotions when breastfeeding, um, thoughts of wanting to self-harm. So for example, the ones I gave you are coping mechanisms in order to be able to breastfeed, but women also have thoughts of self-harming just to be able to cope with the emotions. And then intrusive thoughts about wanting to push the nursling off or throw the infant across the room, or push the nursling across the room. Thoughts of feeling trapped like a prisoner because of having to breastfeed, and intrusive thoughts about hating breastfeeding, really hating it. And then obviously fear of these things projecting onto your nursling. 
So, alright, when do these symptoms start showing? Well, nursing aversion or breastfeeding aversion can strike at any point in a breastfeeding journey from the very start of the birth or seemingly out of nowhere a few years into the breastfeeding journey. I vividly remember the day a lady messaged me for support via the aversion resource site. She had six children, she had breastfed each one for many months, some even for years, and had never experienced aversion. She was a few months into her breastfeeding her sixth child when aversion had hit. She was shocked, saddened and beside herself. She writes, I've been breastfeeding for nearly 18 years. It's never not been a part of what I do every day. I'm a mum and I have breastfed all my children. My youngest is nine months old and all of a sudden I just feel like I've had enough. I can't bear to do another feed. I'm so irritated when my baby is latched onto me and it has become hard to just sit and breastfeed. I have no clue what is happening to me. And that was from Sheila in Brisbane. So you can see that we know some reason why aversion might happen and other times we don't. So it's a matter of really looking at your situation and looking at your symptoms the ones that I've covered you can find in the book on page 50 and essentially it's something that you need to be able to differentiate yourself or seek advice from a healthcare professional about whether these symptoms extend to outside of your breastfeeding activity or experience. So if for example you have uh, negative emotions and intrusive thoughts coupled with either quite extreme weight gain or weight loss, um, hopelessness about activities, not wanting to do anything, not having the motivation to do anything, um, feeling irritable and low, having a low mood for uh, much of the day for a long period of time, sometimes days, weeks, months on end, you know, coupled with the fact that you have a baby, this would probably lead to needing an assessment for postnatal depression or any postpartum mood disorders as they're understood in America and if it if these negative feelings and intrusive thoughts and any of these kind of symptoms of aversion are spilling over to lots of different areas of your life including um, interrupting your sleep having poor sleep having anger and rage towards your partner or your children um, outside of the breastfeeding activity then you really ought to seek some help first maybe reach out to someone you trust to talk to and then go to a doctor or healthcare professional who ideally would be able to screen and properly assess you for a postnatal um, depression or mood disorder. So it's mainly about whether these feelings are around the activity of breastfeeding or go outside of it. So these feelings can occur in mothers who struggle with dysphoric milk ejection reflex too, but you yourself will be able to know whether these feelings of aversion continue Uh, throughout the whole feed 
or whether you get negative emotions um, and thoughts just at the beginning of a feed so that's normally what happens with dysphoric milk ejection reflex where you get particular negative emotions like hopelessness despair um, the bottomless pit of your tummy this kind of emptiness a wave of anxiety that can hit and it's linked to the letdown which means that it normally happens at the beginning of a feed and then it lessens or dissipates for the rest of a feed so if you feel like that um, but you don't necessarily feel angry or agitated um, or you you don't feel bad during the rest of a feed but just at the beginning then it would be worth looking into dysphoric milk ejection reflex and I can put some resources for that in this post because there is a support group on Facebook and a lady who has written um, a book about that condition Um, and it is considered at the moment a medical condition and that's another difference because at the moment aversion is just understood as a kind of um, what I believe naturally occurring phenomena although it's a biopsychosocial phenomena which means it has many factors I do believe at the moment that it has some clear causes and reasons and it's not necessarily any kind of medical condition although there are things that can help Um, so that's the main thing I wanted to talk about today which is the signs and symptoms of aversion and in our next podcast I'll cover why some of these particular symptoms can arise essentially and from that we can look at what steps to take in um, a mnemonic I created called bromphalic in order to address them so I hope that's been helpful and I will tune in again soon and if I don't please someone just reach out and nudge me because I am very much at home by myself every single day of every single week, almost every month, aside from a couple of hospital appointments um, and the occasional seeing a family. I rarely see anyone or go out. So um, it helps when you guys nudge me with questions or ask me to do another podcast Uh, because that motivates me to carry on Um, otherwise I I just get lost in the day-to-day and I find it very difficult to motivate myself so this is a kind of plea for help because I do want to just share the information if it does help anyone Um, and I think I need your help to do that so as unprofessional as that might sound um, please just uh, nudge me all right Uh, See you next time or speak to you next time.